coming to you once again from the floor of San Diego Comic-Con 2023. Our returning guest, we just spoke this morning, I hope you all listened to it, uh, her amazing uh, Sirens of the City that she's doing with Carter Randolph, but Joanne Starr is joining me again to talk Fire and Ice for DC. Hello! Uh, so, Fire and Ice, they go to Smallville and hijinks ensue? Pretty much. I mean, first there were some initial hijinks. Uh, they Baltimore, as you may have seen in the Power Girl special, they were supposed to take care of a natural disaster, and then Guy Gardner showed up, and uh, Fire got a little more focused on Guy than on taking care of the, the job at hand, and Superman, he's just like, maybe, maybe you two need to reset and think about your priorities, so he sends them off to Smallville to start over, and different things to each of them. For fire, that kind of means, hmm, maybe uh, it's time for me to think about where I'm going in my career, because I've been working with the Justice League for a long time now, and I haven't been recognized. I'm never going to be Superman, I'm never going to be Batman. What now? Price, she's like, I've died. Uh, I have a chance to really start over. Do I want to keep superheroing? Here I am in this quaint little town. I'm looking at what people, what's really important in life. Maybe I want something else. So, these are two best friends, but maybe at this point in life, they want something else. They, they want to be together, but maybe they're on different paths. What I loved, and I'm glad I was going to ask about it, I'm glad you talked a little bit about the Power Girl sort of prequel. So it's almost like, man, you, you mess up and you disappoint Superman. That's like, you know, sorry, Dad. Uh, and in a way, they're they're exiled, but that's how they're taking it. Uh, that's the sense I got. But really, Superman, is do I think, is doing them a favor. I mean, so many, so much of his values came from his time in Smallville, and I right. think he wants them to experience that, right? Yeah. So Superman definitely thinks of it as a way for them to have some time off, some self-care, a way to see how the other half lives. Um, and definitely in the series, Martha Kent is there to be a sort of a motherly figure to them the way she was to Clark, to to show them, you know, the way. But to Fire, who's a little hot-headed, no pun intended, uh, she just sees this as a man inserting himself into her business. Uh, this is the patriarchy, and where does he get off? So she definitely has some reactions to all of this as the story goes on. Ice, of course, is much more easygoing and amenable to both Superman and Martha's advice. And everybody's going to butt heads a little about this as, as the series goes on. One of the best things about this team-up of Fire and Ice, uh, you know, from back at the classic Demetrius and Kevin McGuire, Keith Giffen run, is their interaction, their relationship, because as you said, they are so so different, and they're both aptly named, right? Like, Ice is a little cooler under pressure, Fire a little more impetuous, um, but that's really at the core of their, their friendship and their character, so uh, it's going to be interesting to see how you play with that in this new setting. Yeah, they... 
they balance each other out and they need each other because without that balance, fire is too impulsive, too impetuous, and ice can be too easygoing, too much of a pushover, and maybe doesn't go out there and explore life. So they need each other, but sometimes they forget that, right? Because if one... the balance is that if one pushes a little too far, it upsets the whole thing. Right. And by being in Smallville, it really puts them in a pressure cooker. And we're going to see how that affects everything. Um, and there there are going to be a, a lot of situations that push on that friendship. Uh, hopefully they're going to get through it. <laughs> Well, what I love about your work is you, you accurately portray female characters. You know, they're strong, they're independent, they have their own personalities, but you're not swinging too far to say, oh, you know, they're the greatest thing ever. You know, what is it? your characters are very real and down to earth. So is this a project you've had uh, on your mind for a while? Did DC approach you with the idea? Give us a little bit of a background. Yo, DC, uh, I don't think they had any interest in doing a Fire and Ice series, to be honest. I really had to push for this. Um... I, you know, I grew up with the JLI books. They were always, that was always my favorite series. And I just, I didn't understand why Fire and Ice had never had their own book. And I knew that could be a home run. Uh, And I just thought about, hey, these two characters are probably, at this point, maybe approaching their 30s. Maybe they're in an interesting place in their lives. They've never been at the forefront. How does that affect them? What would they be doing right now? Um, What do they want? And it just seemed like such an interesting path to go down to think about where would you be as a, a female superhero in your 30s if we could explore that uh, and so now we take them into this this place where they really get to start over and see what they choose for themselves uh, I really hope it does well because I would like more Fire and Ice I, I think they're fantastic characters and we haven't seen enough of them lately to be frank no and there's there's going to be also you're going to see a lot of them and you're going to see uh, some other little easter eggs from the the old JLI there's and a lot of new characters that are going to be just as wacky that fit into that that universe it is as much as i i you know sell it like a, a very uh, feelings heavy series it is a weird wacky funny book so we know the first issue comes out September 5th. How many uh, issues is it, and how far along are you? It's six issues. Um, I just finished writing issue four right before I left for the convention. Um, and uh, I believe Natasha, who is amazing, uh, just finished drawing issue three. So we're, you know, we're pretty excited. We're pretty far along, and I get to see, like, amazing art come in every day. So... So, uh, I always like to ask this question, especially when uh, there are books that have yet to come out. Um, So, so let's say in those first three issues, we don't want to spoil, but in those first three issues, is there something that happens? Is there an event? Is there a story beat that you cannot wait for it to get out there for people to read and see what their reaction is? Oh, boy. Um, What am I allowed to tell you? Um, (laughs) You know what? I don't... I don't think I'm going to get in trouble for this, so I'm going to say 
There is a drag brunch in Smallville. Ooh, nice. And they High go. Jinx and Sue, uh, yeah. Fire and ice go to it. Hijinks ensue. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, when it was announced, I mean, Fire and Ice, even though they haven't shown up a lot, they do have a, a pretty loyal following. They're, they're fantastic characters, not just personality-wise and what you can do with them, as, you know, as we were talking about with the balance, whatever, but visually, they're very interesting. Um, so have you already had some fan reaction, fans that are looking forward to this? Oh, yeah. I, it's, I think that the people who grew up reading, uh, you know, Justice League International, those, you know, that's imprinted on you forever because that's just such a phenomenal series. And obviously, I cannot take any credit for the fan reaction that has come due to that. Right. Um, I think, the, you know, it's just the legacy of that book is so strong that when people saw that Fire and Ice are coming back, it, it, they, people were overwhelmed, especially seeing the Kevin Maguire variant cover. Yep. It was just so exciting to people. So, you know, hopefully I won't let people down uh, <laughs> with my rendition of these characters, but... Yeah, and listeners, go go Google that. Go look at Kevin McGuire Fire and Ice cover. It's Fire and Ice, that classic pose, looking up at the camera. Where is everybody else? The, yes. rest, the rest of it's blank space. It's, it's amazing. Uh, so best of luck with the series. Thank really, you. really excited for it. Um, and yeah, hopefully more ideas for Fire and Ice down the line. Maybe let we'll take the lessons they learned in Smallville and... Oh, I would love it. I would love it if we could make this an ongoing, but I'm relying on all you guys to, to buy the series so we can make that happen. Yeah, and again, a reminder, as I often remind you guys, best thing you can do, tell your retailer you want this now, get it on your pull list, yes. pre-order it. That helps immensely. So, uh, Joanne, again, great chatting with you. Thank you. Excited for the series. Can't wait to check it out. Thank you. You can find the Comic Source Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or whichever podcasting app you prefer. Please tell all your friends about us, subscribe, and rate us. The ratings really help with our visibility and our ability to reach new listeners, especially five-star reviews on Apple. Also be sure to visit us at lrmonline.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover all our other great pop culture content. If you want to email us, the email address is thecomicsourceblog at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash the comic source. Do a search for the comic source on Facebook and Instagram to follow us on those social platforms. All three spots are great places to find out when we release new episodes as well as follow all our convention coverage. So once again, we want to thank everyone for listening and we'll talk to you next time.